Hello and welcome to another episode of the Auto Trader Podcast. My name is Wandile Sishi. And mine's George Mini. I've been thinking to actually change that intro, George. I don't, wow. know, what, I don't know what you think. Well, we can change it. I got bullied behind behind the scenes by oh, our editing friends. team. Oh. Yeah, they were like, you gotta switch it up, man. You gotta give, give, give the people something different. What do you want to change it to? Um... I don't know. What do you, you know? What do you, what do you suggest? Is there anything that you? No, no, no. You, you're making your <laughs> bullying my problem. <laughs> um, I don't know. I don't know. I think we'll change it for the next episode. Maybe I'll try. I'll, I'll keep trying new things. Try okay. and keep it fresh for everyone who's watching. Something like Hamilton's been doing for a few months. Keeping it fresh. You know what I'm saying? I agree with that. <laughs> Speaking and, of, how did you find the and race? Failing. Yeah. How did you find the race? Um, I thought it was pretty good. I, uh, you know, I think uh, Spain is always a an interesting race because um, there's, I mean, it's it's faster than Monaco, obviously. Yeah. But there's more overtaking opportunity. Yeah, for sure. Um, yeah. I, I like something that I think it was Martin Brundle he um, he said, and that is they should change the DRS. Yes. To be shorter than the straight so that you can choose when to use it. Yes, that would actually be a really good idea. So it's not like the length of the straight, yes. but like, let's like, get strategic with so it. So let's say you can use it for, you know, half of half the straight yeah. um, and maybe have more DRS zones. Mm. So so you, you, you have to push the button when you push the button, mm. you know. So you might... Like go flat out, and then when the car pulls out next to you, you, you then you use you, it. Then you use yeah. it, you know, and then and then have um, have the ability for all cars to use it down the straight, not just the car, not, not just, just the, the car following. Second. Yeah, you know that would be interesting as well because yeah. then you know do you use it in the beginning of the straight? Do you use it at mm. the end of the straight? Do you depending on the setup of your car? I think that's where it will get really interesting. Some cars are slower, for instance, top end speed, so you might want to use it towards the end yes. when you enter the corner. Um, but yeah, I mean, that would actually switch things up quite yeah. a bit. And you know, you can, uh, like it only, it only works at full throttle. Mm. So if the moment you take your foot off the gas, close closes off. Yeah. yeah. That would be interesting. But I mean, we saw again, once again, Max just absolutely dominated, but my boy is back in the, back in the, he's, you know, in the podium. He's, he's back in the underdogs. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man, <laughs> just don't want to give me anything. I mean, I mean, Mercedes did well. I think um, we finally—I wouldn't say back, but we we definitely looks like he's part the, of the team. We, <laughs> I am part of the team. <laughs> I am part of the team, and I, and I did read that um, that Ferrari thing doesn't seem to be happening. Seems like it's gonna be signing again. So I don't know. Let's see. Twenty twenty four might be out. Yeah, I'm not impressed with Ferrari. Uh, I was like, I was gutted that Alonso did as badly as he did. Oh, it's at Aston for for Aston, yeah. Yes, mm. um, you know, I, I don't know what happened there. I, th- I think the car just didn't suit that track, or so. they changed a the setup yeah. that just didn't work because both both cars were like in a similar position. Yeah, but they weren't the only team from Ferrari as well. I mean, Leclerc's he got upgrades and he ended up in qualifying. I think he came like P nineteen or something. Yeah, but it's not upgrades. Eh? It's changes. Changes yeah. don't, aren't always positive. Yeah, and so. also the. Because both cars had different setups, um, and you can science work better. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Um, but but uh, Stroll beat Alonso. Uh yeah. Um, you know, so so I think I don't know. I don't know what happened to Alonso. Let's see what happens. I think we're going to Canada next. Um, but it's a long season. It's still pretty early on. I think we're going to see a lot of changes throughout. Mm-hmm. Today we're going to be talking about savings. So basically how to save when buying and selling a car. 
Um, but before we get into that, we actually ran a poll. Last week, we spoke about vehicle subscriptions and different ways of uh, car ownership. Mm. Um, and you recently ran a poll on the websites um, to see if people would be open to ultimately loaning their cars. The one I stuffed up on Friday. Stuff up is yeah. <laughs> I think it was one question where you just read incorrectly. No, I mean, I, I replaced the question one with the, with the principle of question two. Yeah. That's all I did. And I was yeah. like, I mean, the numbers could have made sense. Yeah. But then when I started to get to like four and five, it's like, oh no, something's wrong here. And I would look back up at the question. I was like, oh, something's off. I switched that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Dumbass. <laughs> So what exactly, what were you trying to understand with the poll? Because I think this was kind of, you know, it was a discussion between you and Gareth at the time. But what were you guys trying to understand? Just so if somebody didn't see that, um, you get an understanding of... Yeah, so, um, so you know, Elon Musk has kind of long, for a long time, um, floated this idea that, uh, I mean, it's, it's not an idea, the, the fact that um, your car probably stands 80 to 90% of its life. Yeah. It stands in a garage, it stands in a parking bay, it stands at the office. Yeah. Most of the time it's just sitting doing nothing. <clears throat> and uh, he envis- envisages a world with self-driving mm. and robo-taxis mm-hmm. where you could just send your car out to go and take somebody for a ride. Yeah. So, uh, so the discussion came up around, well, um, okay, so that's what you can do but would you? Mm. Are so, people actually open to this idea of, you know, even if your car right now, I mean, our cars are parked outside, but mm. we, are you willing to necessarily just go and learn it out? Exactly. So, uh, so we put the poll up to try and understand. And, uh, you know, what was, what was clear was that men mm. seem to have a bigger emotional connection to their car than women. Mm. Because, uh, um, uh, um, the, let me not get this wrong again. <laughs> okay. Um, so, uh, so women were more likely to loan out their cars. 50% said yes to whilst more men needed to be convinced. Mm. Yeah. Look, I'm, I'm a man and, uh, <laughs> um, <laughs> and based on that, I, I can tell you now that I'm definitely not open to that idea, um, of learning out my car. You'd have to convince me. Mm. primarily with money like if it was worth the risk from a financial point of view then i would you know be open to it and the the other interesting thing is that younger men so you i mean you're a younger man so that's surprising that you're in that category but i suppose that is kind of by and large how it is but older men 55 years and older were not willing to learn at their cars at all Mm. yeah but i'm i think I'm trying to understand why that would be the case. Do you think they just a car is just a car to them? Um, no, I think older men have more of a connection to their car. Oh, okay. Uh, than younger men, and and I, I would think. I mean, I'm almost. I don't want to say I'm almost fifty. I'm like in my late forties. Um, <laughs> um uh, you know, and and I know that I would struggle with a question like that. Yeah. Given when you grew up. As uh, as a teenager and young man in my day, a car was a, a serious thing. It's mm. like part of your identity. It is, yeah, yeah you know. Sure. Um, and I think men have see it as part of the identity more than women do. Mm. Women see it as potentially. I mean, given the results, uh, potentially would see it as uh, functional, mm. something to get from A to B. As long as it's safe, reliable, hey, it could be a box. 
yeah, could be anything really. You know, as long as so job, yeah, yeah. As, I mean, it could be could be could be a robo taxi. Mm. Um, some women have a strong, uh, you know, especially the ones from like Eastern Cape, uh, Durban area, <laughs> yeah. have strong uh, emotional connections to their cars. Sure. But um, but but men more so, and especially older men. And overwhelmingly, are people more willing to learn out their cars? This is African based, right? So I think um, Elon Musk was speaking, you know, global and in, in, in the US. Um, are we seeing that in South Africa that people are, are more open to the idea of learning their car? Well, I mean, this survey was only South Africans, right? Yeah. So, uh, so forty percent of people said yes. Thirty nine, thirty eight, thirty nine percent of people said no. Okay. And then twenty one percent of people said uh, they'd have to they'd have to be convinced. So, so if you take the have to be convinced as a no, you've got a good sixty one odd percent that um, or sixty sixty one percent that said no. Okay. Not surprising. Uh, let's. Uh, were you expecting something different? Um, coming into no, I, uh, I, um, not. I, I was expecting the nose to be higher. Okay, and it is higher, effectively. Yeah. But I wasn't expecting forty as for high as forty percent on the yes side. Yeah, so that's a little. Um, what the other interesting thing was: um, how many cars do your immediate family um, collectively own? So how many how many cars in the household? And um, sixty. 60, it looks like 62% mm. of consumers have two cars or less. 20% have zero, so let's discount that. 46%, 47% have two or one car. Okay. So the vast majority of households have one or two cars. Yeah. Um, and then I suppose the 21% represent people that don't have cars that were searching on Autotrader's platform. Okay. So 40%, I mean, that's not a surprise there. Uh, that is a number which... I've seen floating around a little bit in terms of people of car ownership in South Africa. Um, Here's an interesting one. Yeah. Six and a half percent of people have more than seven cars. Six and a half percent. Yo, that's higher than I would, would have thought. That's a lot of cars. Why do you need so many cars? And if you add six, five, and four, yeah. so people with more four cars or more, more, you've got eight, nine, ten, seventeen percent of people have more than four cars in their household. <laughs> Wow. Wow. That's, yeah. Wow. That's a lot higher than I thought it would be. <laughs> South Africans love cars. You always say that, uh, you know, South Africa is one of the, the nations in the world, which cars are just a exactly. part of, of who we are. Smallest category is three, 16%. Mm. As soon as you push that, uh, you know, two car threshold. Yeah. It's either you've got under two cars or you've got over four, over cars. four cars. It's yeah. like, you know, no one's in the middle. It's no, nobody's the peanut butter. Super interesting. Um, I mean, I, I, I I'd like to see us run this poll at some point again in the future when we're starting to see different, uh, you know, car ownership models come up uh, and see how that changes over time and if people still are so attached to their cars or not. But, you know, I guess we'll have to just wait and see. Double cab 4x4 changes things. Yeah. It's very versatile utility. Sure. Yeah. Yeah, maybe it's the, the popularity of Body Top South Africa yeah. that also has a, a huge impact on that. Moving on. So today's episode is about saving money. Um, so this... Essentially, the reason why I wanted to talk about this with you is one of my good friends was asking me about the different ways of buying cars. Um, and specifically, they asked me um, about balloon payments and what exactly is that ultimately. So um, I decided to pose a little bit of a poll on my Facebook, or not my Facebook, but my, my WhatsApp friends to see, do you understand what is, well, how, what is to buy a car? And I think a lot of people 
think it's just, you know, transaction, but people don't really know what are the different ways of buying a car. So I thought maybe it might be a great opportunity to talk about what are the ways that we on Auto Trader first offer, you know, as a service of buying cars, as well as different ways that people might um, be open to. So off the cuff, do you want to just kind of tell me about the, the, the different ways of buying cars? Which um, Well, I think, I think the first thing is it's, there's only one way to buy a car. Okay. Um, and that is walk in and pay for it. Yeah. Um, now, I think what you're referring to is different ways of funding the car. Car ownership, getting to a point where you have uh, mobility as sort of, you know, um, walking out your, your door and, yes. and, and, and driving a car. I mean, I think we're saying the same thing, but, yeah. but the nuance is at the end of the day, the dealer that you're buying the car from gets the money when you take the car. Yes. The, uh, the funder or the way, the creative way in which that car is funded, um, is where the differences lie. Mm. Um, and then within those funding, um, or should I say debt, um, options, mm-hmm. you have different options within them as well. So, so, so first of all, you can walk in and you can pay cash for a car. Yeah. Okay. It's an outright purchase. An outright vehicle. purchase. In your name, you own the vehicle. Yes. So, uh, so you own the vehicle, you got full title, full ownership. Yeah. Um, title and ownership are two different things. So usually when you buy a car using bank finance, you get ownership, but you don't get title. Okay. The bank keeps the title of the yeah. car. Just like keeping the title deed. Yeah. They can come fetch it anytime you don't pay. Um, and then uh, and then you get um, installment sale purchase, which is just taking a loan against the car um, uh, as collateral. Okay. You pay a monthly installment for up to 72 months. I think there's options for more. Yeah. Within that loan, you can also then structure the loan in a creative way. So there's two things you can do. One, fix the interest rate. Yeah. Okay, but that pushes your payment up. You can't always just fix the interest rate, though. Isn't there isn't there a set of like rules before you can? Bank will let you fix the interest rate, but if you fix an interest rate, it's usually higher than what you can get on a variable interest rate. I see. I see. Um, The bank will allow you to do it, but uh, because you're fixing the interest rate, they push the interest rate up by you know a couple of basis points sometimes. Just in case, higher than what it currently is at the time. Well, higher than what you can get at variable interest rate. Right. So variable interest rate is the lowest interest rate you get at the time. Mm It does vary with the market. Could be higher, could be lower. Could be higher, could be lower. You just got to take a view. Um, within the uh, the finance structure, you can also um, opt for a balloon payment. Yeah. Okay. So what's a balloon payment? It's an uneven payment schedule with one bigger payment at the end. Pros and cons. Can you just give me a little bit of pros and cons with regards to balloon? Because this is where this is where this whole conversation began. Was why would anybody even accept a balloon payment? So because it brings down the monthly payment for the first 71 months. Yeah. And but then, then at the end, you got to be this, you know. And you can refinance that quite often. Yeah. Um, so that's what people look, look to do. I've seen balloon payments of up to 30, 35% of the value of the car. So if you're buying a car for uh, a million rand, 350,000 rand is your final payment. On month 72. On month um, 72. And then the other months are a lot lower than if you had to do... Kind if you of had to, yes. A, a if you had to yeah. pay off that capital, uh, that 350,000 rand over the 71 months. So that's all a balloon payment is, is yeah. the final payment is a bigger one, which brings down the other 71 payments, effectively. Yeah. So you save a little bit in the... So in terms of the long-term, I guess, um, 
the long term of you paying these monthly payments. You're saving a little bit each month. I have at the end. Well, you, you you're paying to, more interest over the period, eh? Yeah. Because you've got this 350,000 rand that you're not paying down. But your monthly expenses, your monthly payments is... Your monthly payments is lower, but your below. overall payment, your overall, your total payments across the entire 72 it's month period higher. is higher. Yeah. yeah. Okay. There's another thing that people don't take advantage of sometimes. And I don't think many people know that you can do this. You can actually recapitalize your car with some banks. Okay. What so are, let's what? say you get into 24 months, right? Okay. Um, of a 72 month period. Um, you can... Go to the bank, some banks, I'm not saying all banks will do this. Um, some finance institutions will let you refinance what's left mm-hmm. over another 72 months potentially. Okay. Depending on your credit score and how well you've been paying, um, which then effectively brings down your, your, uh, your payments, your monthly payments, because you're stretching it over another, another period. Oh, I see what you're saying. Okay. So you're adding more, essentially adding more. Yeah. Payments. I would say that that's better than the balloon payment mm. because, you're actually paying up front and then when you get to, you know, 24, 36 months into the payment schedule, you say, okay, I want to finance for another 72 instead of paying at the current rate. So you can see if you've got 36 months left, mm. well, you can take that amount, stretch it over 72, your repayment becomes half mm. and, uh, um, and, and you, you pay a lower, lower amount for the rest of the period and you don't have a balloon payment. However, in terms of the total cost that you're paying for the vehicle... No, it's more because of the interest, yes. Yeah, it'll be more because of the interest. But I think that's a better strategy than the balloon payment. Mm. Although, uh, there's some argument to say the balloon payment makes sense um, because you can refinance the balloon payment at the end of the period. So what is the what is the best? I mean, what scenario would that exist in? I'm just trying to think of is is that for people who have cars for like shorter periods of time? No. So so my opinion on finance is um, the opportunity cost of the cash flow should decide what finance you take. Okay. Most people don't use that as the criteria to finance. They use emotion. Mm. They buy a car that's unaffordable. Mm for them so therefore they've got to get the repayment down because they want that GTI yeah they can't really afford the GTI yeah for me the decision should be more around I'm taking a a balloon payment because the thousand rand a month I can save I can can, reinvest it I can reinvest it somewhere else and make more money than I'm paying on the interest okay yeah but but people are just like you know that GTI is shiny yeah exactly I need the vurpa I need the vrpa exactly. <laughs> so, so, so that's that's kind of a, a scenario where balloon payment makes sense. Yeah. But then you got to really be financially astute and and disciplined. Mm. And most people are just don't think they that don't way. They far, think yeah. emotionally when it comes to buying cars. Okay, that makes a lot of sense. I mean, so those are some of the. Other, I mean, there's other ways of 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 ownership, which is we spoke about last week. So I'm not going to get into it. But obviously. Um, Rentals and subscriptions. Well, you've got the rent to own, which is for uh, people that can't get regular first tier bank finance. Yeah. Or you've been liquidated or you've got a bad credit name. You can do the rent to own. It's going to cost you more, like mm-hmm. we spoke about last week. And then you get the full on subscription leasing option where yeah. you don't take ownership of the car ever. I saw that uh, right now you can get, I think it's a Toyota Vitz or something. I think it's Toyota's like entry level car for like 3,000 Rand on. They, they think, but once again, there's also terms and conditions there and there's, you know, so I think there's different ways to save money, but it just depends ultimately is what you're saying on, mm-hmm. on your situation and, you know, yeah. But balloon payments, are you for or against 
Depends. It depends. I mean, <laughs> like if you're an Never emotional buyer and you're going to buy something you can't afford, don't go near a balloon payment because at yeah. the end, it's going to it's going to bite you. Yeah, it's going to bite you. Yeah. If you can take that thousand a month that you save, and you can make more money than the interest you paying, mm. then hey, go for it because at the end you're going to sit with the three hundred fifty thousand rand and uh, you're going to settle it quite easily. But you got to be really, really disciplined. Hundred percent. So there you have it. Additional ways to save money when buying a car, but there are ways to save money when you actually during the car ownership process. Yes, buy um, electric. <laughs> that's definitely. Well, I mean, ah, uh, yes. I mean, technically speaking, my fuel bill used to be like over three grand a month. Yeah, and now it's sitting it's at like maybe a thousand. Wow. Okay. Fair. Well, not your fuel bill anymore. It's your energy bill. Your energy bill. Yeah changes but there are other ways to save money so i guess one way is definitely buy an ev um that's one but is there any other ways which well i mean to be fair mm-hmm. there's a dis, there's a there's a there's an opportunity cost and that's the EVs more expensive so you might just be paying the extra fuel cost up front if you're not careful because again emotional buying yeah i mean that's that is what it is with an ev right so the, the capital that you need is a lot more than a nice vehicle and that's where you kind of lose. Yes. Well, you 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 effectively paying your fuel up front. Yes, that's what it is. Other ways to save money is obviously maintenance. Uh, people sleep on this one a lot. I did. I recently had to learn the hard way. Well, the, forego maintenance. Not only will the car potentially break. Yes. But you will also get a lower value when you sell it, mm. because if there's no full maintenance records. Mm, the new buyer is going to potentially say, oh, I don't know about this car or the dealer is going to say, you don't have a full service history. Mm. Why? What's wrong with this car? Mm. I, um, mine was a, a different scenario where I was, it wasn't a service. I, I just, you know, I did some modifications, <laughs> oh. <laughs> not modifications. I think I, I've unplanned I modifications. Unplanned. What SpaceX calls a, a rut. Exactly that. I, Rapid unscheduled disassembly. That's exactly what happened. <laughs> <laughs> that's what I did. And it's led to another problem, um, which I need to fix soon because yo, that, that one's costing me now. So uh-huh. be careful. Yeah. Make sure you have regular maintenance. Uh, of your car. you'll save a lot. So another thing is fuel efficient driving. Speaking about this, spoken about this one quite, quite in depth in our fuel episode. Um, but you know, fuel efficient driving is the best way to save. Uh, yeah. I mean, the best way to save fuel when driving is not to turn off the air con and those things save very little, yeah. um, compared to one major principle. And I call it try not to break too much. Yeah. <laughs> like yeah. it doesn't mean, you know, uh, uh be reckless, but <laughs> yeah. anticipate the stop. Take yeah. your foot off the fuel way before you need to stop. Let the vehicle coast and use its own energy for as long as possible. Mm-hmm. Jumping on the brakes is actually very fuel inefficient. Yeah. 100%. Another thing I learned is uh, keeping your windows closed. Um, yes. At, hi- at high speed. 20%. At high speed. In, in, in high speed. Yes. Yes. But I mean, that adds up quite, quite yes. well. Yes, aerodynamics is a big factor when it comes to cars. A lot of people didn't know that. Um, and then, of course, comparison shop insurance. Insurance is a great way to uh, save on, on ownership. Don't be afraid to switch insurance because I promise you they're not as loyal as you might be. All those calls that I get from different insurers, you're saying I'm Embrace them. Actually get a quote like, no, now and again. Yeah. Yeah. Let me see. What have you got to offer? Insurance is a grudge purchase. We have yeah. to have it. Don't forego it. But... Check on your insurance company. Don't. I stayed with one insurance company for 20 years. It was a mistake. Yeah. I just recently changed. One thing I did see is I 
I had insurance for one item for on, on one insurance and another on another. And I told them that I was insuring this one thing on, you know, and they were like, how much, how much are you kind of paying for that? And they were like, well, we'll beat it. So usually more, more times than not, they'd rather, you know, lower your premium from your old one mm-hmm. just to get you to, to switch. Ship. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. I try and avoid having that horse trading discussion. Mm-hmm. So, you know, when certain insurance phone you and say, oh, we'll beat your insurance. What are you paying? Mm. No, no. Put your foot forward mm. and tell me what my insurance like premium will be. And then I will tell you whether you beat them or not. Mm. But we're not horse trading. I'm kind of a horse trader. so I <laughs> No, but what, what if you could get it at a whole... Yeah, what, like, if it's even lo- than, what if it's even yeah. cheaper and they're like, ooh, he's paying 500. We yeah. were going to charge him 400. Let's charge him 450. <laughs> 100%. I mean, that's obviously, you know, you got to give or take. Uh-huh. Uh, another thing is carpooling or using alternative transportation. It's always been one that's been punted by. Yeah, I mean, I wish I wish alternative transportation or public transportation was, uh, you know, uh, a bigger thing than an yeah. option in South Africa, but it, it's understandably not. Yeah. Um, you know, and we don't have the taxi cab services that uh, London and uh, yeah. New York City have, and we don't have the the bus system that uh, that those guys have. Uh, we don't have the underground train system. Yes, we've got the car train, and yeah. I'm hoping they build new lines. Yeah, so it's been the same lines for years now. Yeah, it's they need to build new lines, um, but that's investing in infrastructure. I'd rather have electricity than new lines. <laughs> <laughs> Hundred percent. Hey, I'd rather it's, keep the lights. I'd rather keep the lights on than <laughs> building another line. Exactly. The no or I mean, would you would you forego the Chow train entirely <laughs> to have uh, to have no, load no load shedding for sure? For sure. Yeah, exactly. No, for sure. And the last one is DIY maintenance repairs. This is not a life hack. I'm not. I'm not telling anybody to do this. But if you obviously can, if you're a mechanic, if you have that sort of expertise, then you know, doing your own maintenance and repairs is don't do it in minor. You'll shock yourself. <laughs> yeah, hundred percent. Don't do an EV. Yeah, minor things. I mean, check your windscreen wipers, uh, tires. Yeah. Um, maintain little things, things that you can maintain. Just do it regularly. Hundred percent. Fluids. Those are pretty much all the ways you can save money, and that's the end of the show, George. Thanks. What's for um, What's the next race? Uh, Canada. I Canada. Think, I think. Go along. Don't call me. But yeah, I think so. <laughs> Search Auto Trader. <laughs>